0: How has your guys' week been? I know Jay's had a wonderful week.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. You have? (laughs) I was about to be like, I don't know. All right. Yeah, no, uh, Microsoft just signed me uh, as a full-time employee, and I'm going to make basically twice as much as I already was. Yeah, we did! Mm -hmm. I'm uh, moving into a whole new tax bracket. Suddenly, I hate Bernie Sanders and AOC, and... I'm a staunch believer in trickle-down economics.
2: I mean, to be fair, you're moving into this tax bracket in Seattle, which means that you probably, on the surface, say that you support Bernie Sanders and AOC, but your voting (laughs) record says very differently.
0: No, 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 no. What what it means is that he supports all of their initiatives around uh, green initiatives, but nothing else.
2: (laughs) Climate change is real, but when was the last time washington voted red? the, last, was time the washington
0: last time washington voted red it's a great washington question i'm gonna guess i wasn't alive <laughs>
1: that's a very fair guess uh 2000 it was 50 percent last time they voted was red was oh no not even that one uh because there was a lot there was a split holy shit Last time they voted red was 1984.
0: Ha <laughs> 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 Dead David. Or just not alive yet, David.
1: I thought it was uh, 1996 because uh, 49% voted uh, Democrat, but only 37% voted red. Right. A lot of uh, third-party voting back in the 90s for Washington.
0: It's probably my parents. If my mom every time that i start talking about a third party candidate she's like hey we've been there don't don't do it we've been there and i'm like i'm voting in oregon it doesn't matter what the fuck i do anyways
1: welcome to the electoral college
0: yeah it does, doesn't matter what i fucking do
2: welcome to completely unprepared electoral college edition <laughs> ironically
0: <laughs> I'm not, Electoral I'm not... <laughs>
1: college despite the name is the stupidest fucking version of democracy
0: i'm i am uh i am not a well enough informed civilian to have an electoral college podcast by a long (laughs) fucking shot I'm down I know you guys are I
1: can rant for an hour and a half about why the electoral college is the fucking stupidest shit ever it's based on the amount of representatives you know what that means that states that have fucking nobody in them still get two consulary fucking votes because every state has the same amount of senators so it doesn't matter if your state only has 300 goddamn people. You still have the same amount of votes as any other small fucking state. Yeah. It's goddamn bullshit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the idea being, being it was
1: literally designed to prevent farm or to discourage farmers from voting because they've the founding fathers thought farmers would be too goddamn stupid to vote when the Electoral College is in place.
0: See, and this is this is what i mean by like like i understand the gist i i understand you, you know what the ramifications are i know nothing about the history i know nothing about the arguments from the people who are in favor of it and i would want to know those arguments before i actually said stuff on a podcast about it all i know is that uh whenever my ballot comes in the mail uh i generally assume it doesn't fucking matter
1: sadly a, st- a true thing your vote does matter if you look at local elections
0: oh yeah, yeah yeah, i'm, re- I'm referring to the to
1: goddamn local elections i promise you that is going to affect your life far more than voting for your senators and for your president
0: well i live in very rich part of oregon so in general all of the people around me are on my side and saying like i don't want to pay more money for anything <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to the complete unprepared podcast. My name is David.
1: I am voting for the Green Party. Hell
0: yeah!
2: And I have changed my voter registration to be independent. You know, Hell yeah. You
0: know who else? I... You, you haven't done that. That was a joke. No. Okay. Yeah, it's a joke. It's <laughs> like it's kind of weird considering who you work for, but yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, you know who, who? I don't know if he still is, but who used to be a a. Uh, Supporter of the Green Party? Jello
1: Biafra, the lead singer of Dead Kennedys.
0: Uh, and Immortal Technique.
2: Uh,
1: he did not sing All for All of those Immortal answers Technique. actually like, really check out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jello Biafra ran... Um, first, he ran for... I can't remember if it was governor of California or mayor of San Francisco, but I know he ran for a very major role in California government. And then he was twice the runner-up... Uh, for the Green Party nomination behind um, Ralph Nader. Ooh. Yeah, sounds about right. He was a solid runner-up, but he was very far behind Nader. Clinton.
0: How, how do you guys feel about just, like, putting, like... Y- you know how, like, Senate, like, votes on bills and shit? What if we just, like, put that on, like... Like, it just texted it to you? It, you know, assume, like like, the whole thing was, like, you know, secure and shit. And, you know, perfect world where... And they just texted it, and we just, like, as a country, just, like, 300 million of us just decided, like, let's go this way. Or let's go that way. Would that be better or worse?
1: Sure. That's a great question that I don't have an answer for. <laughs> There's so many, like, logistic issues that come with that, you know? Like- That's
0: what I said. Perfect world where, like, it, like... Where it's actually legit that it's actually each person can say and it's like you can't steal it or whatever, right? Just but then, then it
1: comes down to the qu- problem of which propaganda machine goes harder, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's so like we li- we live in such a fucking media driven society that like it's hard to say like, oh yeah, this is a good idea when literally like most like people who identify as political, are just fucking echo chambers for whatever fucking uh, news outlet they listen to.
0: Yeah.
2: Was Both it, sides. Was it you who I sent that one?
1: Capitalismo. <laughs> well,
0: no, no, she's, she sent that to everyone.
2: <laughs> no, there's... Um... Oh, did I send... No, I sent you the Hollywood piece. There was one...
0: Mm-hmm. There
2: was a speech from... Oh no, not from Yale. From um, fucking uh, Princeton.
1: Important to oh, note yeah. that people are very often argue that George Washington was our greatest president of all time, and his in his uh, final speech he said, "For the love of God, do not make political parties." And everybody was like, "Yeah, we like everything about George Washington, but fuck that." <laughs>
2: So this person, Abigail just Fryer, hey, just
0: just for everybody listening, uh, Kira just sent us a Substack article.
2: Yes, so just to make it, sure everybody understands it, that
0: we are on brand.
2: I read <laughs> very on brand, truly. Uh, I read this on the Common Sense dubta- Substack, which is run by the wife of Nellie Bowles, and I love Nellie Bowles. Just to but, be clear,
0: if it if Common Sense Substack was a right wing Substack, wouldn't be surprised. All right, because that's I the kind not, of shit. That's the kind of shit that a right-wing motherfucker would name their Substack.
2: Middle of the road, like <laughs> non-politicized, but like, but I mean, they definitely like skew like common sense, moderate, like moderate Democrat for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like, this is why progressives are not great at policy because all they do is pedal pocket down anyway. So this speech was supposed to be given by Abigail Schreier, who wrote a book about. Um, it was it was anti-trans. It was like how like young girls are being over like taken by this trans craze and her appearance as the commencement speaker or the speech not not commencement speaker, but like her appearance was like heavily protested by Princeton students, but she still like delivered this speech and it's a very interesting speech about exactly that point of like how people are afraid to like speak controversial opinions because of back- like p- potential backlash from mm-hmm. their own party from their own group etc so not yeah, for media mean- because it's a long read but very like interesting especially coming from like i mean somebody whose like points of view i disagree with but who believes that they wrote this in a very like scientific research-based manner and that that approach was completely like looked over when people were responding to the subject matter of her book
0: I, uh, this is one of the few things that you've sent me that requires me to scroll 14 times that I'll actually probably read, so.
2: You're welcome. Well well
0: done.
2: I'm promoting literacy.
0: (laughs) Also, the writer has, for some reason, it says the Truth Fairy, which is a great, a great name. Uh, Jay, when you walked away, this subsect thing that she sent us is, uh, is, uh, apparently it's called like the common sense or something. And then it's about students at Princeton, like canceling them. Like, I'm sorry. Like if you hadn't told me who the person was, I would have immediately guessed like, you know, Ben Shapiro or one of those people just based on the way that you introduced it. Right. And that's, that's the fucking weird thing. Right.
2: Well, the title (coughs) of this person's book was irreversible damage, teenage girls and the transgender craze that's the that's the title of the book like teenage yes. girls and the transgender craze yeah you were, about, like, you were
0: you yeah. were clearly trying to sell books with a title like that
2: uh, but i mean that's the thing is like she in that in that speech it's really interesting how she was like hey like i was writing for the wall street journal somebody contacted me to tell me about like her teenage daughter and how like gender dysphoria like, how, she, how her teenage daughter was experiencing gender dysphoria and how, like, she didn't feel like she was able to talk to her daughter because of, like, if she would come out as, like, anti-trans when really she was, like, you know, supposedly just concerned about, you know, you're a teenager. Teenagers experience a lot of emotions. And, yeah. like, what, like, you know, what was the underlying factor behind it? And so when she was writing this book, like, she talked to a lot of parents who felt the same way about their kids, and ultimately were afraid of, like, you know, being against their kids being trans because, like, it does. Like, if the if you go through gender surgery, it supposedly is like you know this irreversible step forward in your life, and like, you grow this, but it comes across as very anti-trans.
0: Right, but and it's 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 a hard it would be a hard line to like. I'm so happy. Like, that we don't have kids right now. Like, first off, because of fucking COVID shit, but also because it just seems fucking daunting to deal with them, like, in the... er Which is still the early fucking stages of social media stuff, but so much of this seems like... Like, there are obviously people who are legitimately, you know... There are people who have the fucking Pray the Gay Away camps right? Like that's, that's a fucking problem. But there's also a question of do do you affirm every single feeling that your child has just wholeheartedly without understanding it or having a conversation with it? And then how do you do that without seeming like you're actually, you know, dismissing it or whatever? Like it's, it's really fucking complicated and I'm very happy that that. I don't have to fucking deal with it.
2: (laughs) There's also the other side of it, right? Like if you are a parent of a child who is, like, experiencing significant gender dysphoria, like, how do you have the conversation with them in a way that, like, respects their feelings and, like, most parents are not really able to, like, put aside their own individual beliefs because there is, like, that parent-child dynamic, right? And so it's, like, how do you scientifically or academically study this particular like quote unquote phenomenon or movement or whatever without like taking into account just like the fact that these beliefs are generally politically maligned. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Once something becomes taboo to speak about in a certain way, it becomes difficult then to even speak about it in a questioning way without seeming like you're disparaging it at times. Yeah, uh, yeah i'm definitely gonna i'll definitely Speaking end up with
1: politically misaligned
0: i knew we were gonna get here
1: there
2: he is
1: aaron Rodgers is there out of is. the playoff i was Let's go.
0: i was Not
2: so the longest that has taken us to get to sports related topics by the way uh
0: without talking about movies probably but i That's i definitely have. did see the transition coming and was waiting for jay to make it or or you I was
2: waiting for you guys. Does that mean you're you anti trans? Are... No, I'm totally just kidding. <laughs> I'm anti Rogers. I'm <laughs> so fucking anti Rogers.
0: The only anti trans we are is anti transitioned into talking about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I... <laughs> First of all, I just want to say, like, I have been so happy with three of the games this weekend, and then the Bills Chiefs game just made me.
1: Go, chefs!
2: So irate, like I. I hate I'm happy with three of four.
1: Rules. I'm happy with three of the four games, uh, but, a the four games uh, but a different three of the four games when you have been Yeah. fuck the Rams. Yeah. Okay. See, yeah, that's.
2: I was really upset that the fucking Rams won. I,
0: I have not done well this entire playoffs. Like pretty much every team that I've been rooting for has lost. The Steelers lost. The Raiders lost. The Titans lost. The. Fucking Cowboys lost. Like everybody that I was rooting for the entire time. Fucking, just keeps losing.
1: Bang, bang, later David later just later. admitted that he has terrible opinions.
0: Uh, well, the when Cowboys I had money on. Uh, <laughs> the Raiders were playing the Bengals, which are an AFC North team. The Steelers are my team, so I, I I don't know what you want from me. Um,
1: I want you to have a better team. What a terrible fucking decision.
0: Eh. So, uh, it's okay. They they signed. Uh, they offered Dwayne Haskins a rfa tender today so everything's so gonna be fine
1: you haskins to run your fucking team
0: yeah no i'm not You're actually excited playing? about it not actually excited about it at Jesus. all um I, th- I mean i think they offered it to him to have him be one of the backups i don't think that they're that they're, he's gonna be the starter
1: you still brought it up and got excited about it
0: no i was sarcastically excited about it um or at least i was supposed to be <laughs> uh no, but but uh, I was actually I was actually rooting for the Packers to win just so that then they could lose the following because I was I was rooting for it to be Packers versus Buccaneers and then we could get a we could get a Tom Brady beating Aaron Rodgers again. Um, but this is fine too.
1: Yeah, I, uh, for the first time in my life, I was rooting for the Forty ers because fuck the Packers. It's a weird thing, like. I I actually really like Packers fans. I just hate the Packers.
0: Did you see the uh, afterwards? There was Jimmy Garoppolo's coming off the field. Um, it, it was like right when right after Gold got the ball from from the kick, and then he walks up and he sees Jimmy, and they like you know embrace and stuff, and then uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Jimmy says to Gold, "You're a fucking legend. Fuck the Packers." <laughs> <laughs> Because Garoppolo was a Bears That's fan growing up. After the
2: mayor mm. social media posts about the game win, instead of bang bang, <laughs> I should have written
0: one. <laughs> um, But yeah, there was there was uh, there was four there was four games this weekend. me. And uh, I would say, th- what would you say was the most surprising result versus what you thought the result would be? Oh. not not like in-game, but like before the game what you thought the result was going to be, and then the result afterwards, what was the most surprising one to you?
1: I just said pick Bengals, Titans. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't think the Bills were that good. I well, was I actually didn't... surprised that the Bills made it as far as they did.
2: I thought the Chiefs were going to route the Bills.
1: Oh, okay, that's fair. That's
2: what I'm saying. Like, beforehand, I was like, this is going to be the most boring game of the weekend. Like, mm-hmm. yes. Like you know the bills have made it this far but like it's in kansas city patrick mahomes is a god like i think that there's just like but then obviously,
1: well and the bills have been so hot and cold this season
2: so that was the one i was most surprised by i really thought that that was gonna be like the most boring game and i thought that the chiefs were gonna completely run away with it
1: yeah well they won in the end on on the fact that NFL overtime rules are absolute Look. garbage.
0: Yeah, it's we say terrible. it every year. Every every year we come to it, and then every year we're like, "Oh yeah, those suck." Yeah, those suck. Now, I remember reason, now.
1: Talking heads won't talk about it, and therefore it will not change. Yeah, well. Well, like, ugh, it just,
0: the,
2: it's, so, it's so fucking annoying.
0: The talking heads that I follow that talk about that talk about soccer we're complaining about the NFL rules. So like it's, it's getting more and more spread out. More people are, are realizing like, Hey, this is fucking stupid.
2: But the thing is like everybody who follows American <clears throat> football has realized that it's been stupid. And then they're like, Oh, well the NCAA changed it. And then the NCAA rules barely make any bit more sense because you can just go for fucking ever.
1: But NCAA rules give an even chance to each side.
2: They do, and that's what we need. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. NFL, it favors offense over defense, but still, like,
2: but like I so feel like NFL overtime rules are solely because they have to fit a television window. Yeah, Which is the fucking worst. Which is way to decide any
1: sort of athletic competition. Well, it's also if really dumb. Cut down the goddamn commercials; it'd be fine.
0: Well, but it, but here's the thing, though: like, if they were fucking thinking, as soon as the fucking football game ends, everybody changes the channel. So just keep football on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry, were, were there that many people that were watching, I don't know, what was it? It was, it was some show in Hawaii. Was it NCIS Hawaii or something like that? Like, is there anybody yeah. who is actually watching that fucking show?
2: No, nobody watches that show. But they could have started watching it <clears throat> if the game went overtime. Also because everybody knows that NCIS, NCIS Hawaii is just like a fucking ripoff. So it's fine.
0: Yeah, they took NCIS, which was basically, what, CSI, and said, hey, what if this was, well, it's like CSI with Criminal Minds, and they're like, what if, well, CSI meets Criminal Minds meets JAG, and they said, what if, what if we also ripped off Hawaii Five-O? Let's do that.
2: Hey, Google, how many NCIS spinoffs are there?
0: Ooh, I'm going to guess four.
1: there's new orleans las vegas las Vegas. i think
0: there's las vegas there's hawaii mm-hmm. there's no, probably three.
2: i want like ncis <coughs> cleveland
1: <laughs> That's another meth bust
0: they're just they're just going to the strip club at 4 4 p.m <laughs> on a tuesday
1: not even a, in an investigation just for fun yeah <laughs> okay
2: Divisional championships.
0: Yes, so uh, Champions. it turns out that uh, Joe Burrow is kind of good at football. Kind of good. He's a little bit good at football. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, who would have said otherwise? I,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm being silly about how I'm saying it. I'm, I'm more using it as a way to segue into the fact that uh, we have just lost – in the last like two years we lost uh and i'm not saying that these are you know
1: ben roethlisberger
0: yes ben roethlisberger philip rivers uh drew Brees. uh i feel like meatloaf. there's huh meatloaf no 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 f- f- football f- nfl players co- quarterbacks. White. um so so we, we we lost these nfl quarterbacks <laughs> And we replace them with justin herbert joe burrow uh patrick mahomes Mahomes, josh allen like i i I think we're i think we're gonna be all right
1: oh yeah the quarterback situation is fine we also left out lamar jackson in that what
0: what happens like because there are also and and yes
1: we left out trevor lawrence uh
0: yeah But I'm but I'm wondering, like, what happens? You know, theoretically, uh, as these quarterbacks are better and better coming in and have more and more longevity, what ends up is there? Are we ever going to see a time where there's like less demand for incoming guys?
2: Yeah, five or six years. Like,
0: there's that's
1: an old argument, and it's uh, and they always there's always room.
2: There's 32 well, I mean, teams.
1: Like we folk like we literally just listed what 6 to 8 quarterbacks. That's still 24 positions available.
2: Yeah. And not only that too, but like everything always go like it's like a fucking sine wave, right? Like there's always going to be we have a lot of talented young quarterbacks. We don't have a lot of young talented quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. We have a decent amount of young talented quarterbacks. We and eh, there could be more. Like I think it also depends on like the way that the game shifts and also for anybody listening, my dog is currently licking his dick on camera. But anyway, there's always like
0: It's a cam girl. I <laughs> so jealous.
2: It uh it's
0: <laughs> but... Jay's like I'm not flexible enough.
1: <laughs>
0: Jay, you just need a more ergonomic chair.
1: <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ugh,
1: it over here. <laughs> oh, why did I have to be born Asian and not black?
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Wow.
0: Oh, man.
1: You went there.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, I was a we call you Jordan <laughs> Blackhorn.
2: Like, what's wrong with Uncle Jay? <laughs> Nothing. It's okay. He's just like this. It's He's
0: just right. jealous.
1: It's
2: okay.
1: <laughs> you're the one
2: like your dick, huh? Yeah. Good boy. Um... But yeah, like, there's always going, like, it's always going to depend on the college game and younger players and who they're watching and, like, who the more influential players are in any given NFL season. And, you know, like, there's always, it's, it's always just going to be an evolving situation until they just.
1: The top quarterback up. that got drafted last year was Trevor Lawrence. I promise we're fine on quarterback talent. <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: Also not only that, but like there's so many quarterbacks that frankly are like like and I'm talking like college slash young kids, right? Like that are gonna turn out so much better than Trevor Lawrence ever will.
1: Like
2: he's gonna he's a fucking tank.
1: Yeah. It doesn't help that he's on the Jags, but like I haven't been terribly impressed by him. In my opinion is the only one that matters.
2: Not only that, but he doesn't have anybody to learn from on the pro side.
1: Mm-hmm. He's had some flashes, but yeah.
0: You know who they should bring in? John Blake? Blake Bortles. Oh. Josh McCown. <laughs> to teach him. Who's been around more quarterbacks than Josh McCown?
1: Uh, uh, for Ryan Fitzpatrick.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the two.
1: <laughs> Aaron Andrews. Oh. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Fucking chauvinist. Hey, man, she's married to a hockey player. Good for her.
2: I know. God bless her.
0: God, I've I'm, I'm am I've been having such a difficult time remembering, like, throughout the weekend, like, what games were which in terms of the matchups and stuff. Trying to remember, you know, what the next round's going to be and stuff. Um, it's
1: Niners. I mean, at whatever point you want me to start talking about the Australian Open, I am ready.
0: Oh, no, no, we're we're going to get there shortly. I'm just trying to wrap up football before we get there.
2: Niners Rams,
0: yes, mm-hmm. NFC West matchup. Blah, blah,
2: blah, blah, blah. Wait, hold on, hold on. I
1: know this. You don't know who Chiefs? Chiefs, yep.
0: And this is the one that kept tripping me up. I kept being like, "Oh, that's right. They're in the final. Yeah.
1: The most interesting story out of all the the NFL teams right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, when when you when you like think about it and you go like, oh yeah, 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 but like trying to remember that they're actually in it keeps tripping me up. Um the
1: Bangles.
0: They uh god, I just I really don't I really don't want to watch a Bengals 9 Super Bowl
1: yeah there's no winner in that
0: that's that's just that's that's my worst nightmare right there
1: hey, let's awesome. go chiefs let's go chiefs
0: so you want chiefs rams
2: is what you're saying
1: no i want chiefs niners and then i want the chiefs to beat the niners yeah yeah, I can yeah. fuck better. the rams
0: yeah
2: i mean niners are not gonna fucking beat the
1: rams i don't disagree i'm just rooting for the niners okay. Which is saying something because I'm a Seahawks fan, but it's like with the Niners, it's like, haha, screw you guys, and uh, when it comes to the to the Rams, like, fuck you people.
0: This is how I this is how I feel like for me like the Niners are the Ravens and the fucking uh, Rams are the Bengals like. The
1: Steelers yeah. are the Rams. What are you talking about?
0: No, 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 Nobody no. Nobody in the I'm,
1: fucking league likes the Steelers.
0: I'm saying the correlation between you and me. Like For you, it's Seahawks. For me, it's Steelers. For you, Niners. For me, Ravens. For you, Rams. For me, Bengals. Try
2: to empathize with a Steelers fan for once in your life, okay? This is called
1: perspective sharing.
0: I'm creating an analogy. I'm not saying the rest of the league agrees with me.
1: I'm not going to share perspectives with people that root for a rapist. I'm not going to lie.
0: I, what you want me to have a comeback there? I got, I got nothing. No. Yeah,
1: there's no comeback. Yeah, it's a very objective statement.
0: I'm, I'm. Also, I have been on the record compared, as being. If,
1: if you guys were to be compared to any team in the NFC West, there would be the uh, Niners exclusively because of Super Bowl championships.
0: Yeah. I yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah, I was simply referring to the way that that we look at the teams and creating an analogy there, but. I have been well on the record that I'm excited that we're about to be done with Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> I wish that anybody had been that excited about six years ago.
1: Um, I wish they'd had been that excited about sixteen years ago.
2: That's about the age that I think Ben Roethlisberger likes. I'm just kidding. no
1: kidding.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, the uh... get
1: shit on Ben.
0: I mean, I mean, there's still a real possibility that they trade for Deshaun Watson, so we could be here in several <laughs> several months, and I'm just like, well, I guess we're doing this again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But no, it's okay, it's okay because they're going to sign. Like they're going to sign Aaron Rodgers Was
1: on the talk show, which I can't remember which one, <laughs> and they're like, don't you think you went a little far when you talked about Catholic Church raping children? And he was like, don't you think they went a little far when they were raping children? How I don't feel with Ben Roethlisberger. Don't you yeah. feel like you've gone a little far insulting the Steelers? They <laughs> they have a rapist for eighteen well, years.
2: Pay the guy at least hundreds of thousands of dollars a year.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I
2: don't think it's in the millions, but still.
0: But it's at least hundreds of thousands. Yes.
2: They they give him lots of fucking money. You know yeah. how many like rape victims they could cover like their legal fees for and pers- like pursuing charges like come
1: on oh yeah see like if the, if they didn't have such a track record of drafting like terrible fucking human beings um i would be much more like i am with the niners where i'm like haha i don't like your team you don't oh, like my team sure.
2: Dude, hella Niners were accused of fucking like domestic violence shit too. I was going like, to say, my
0: my like, argument all along has been that it's the entire league. It's a problem with the league not the problem with the team.
2: There's there's that, but then there's also like like the Niners had some shitty people on it too, frankly.
1: Let's see what team hasn't.
2: It, no. That's David's, exactly. And yet here we are talking about
1: the one that's most famous and is going to be put into the Hall of Fame and remembered as a great human being, despite being a rapist. Guess what? I'm going to go after him the most.
0: That's understandable. Like I said, you won't find his uh, you won't find his jersey in my apartment. You won't find me. You know, you don't see me sitting to get here every single weekend autograph. going
1: after Trevon Boykin, despite him being the biggest piece of shit. You know why? Because everybody knows that he's a big piece of shit.
0: Well, he's also not on or your anybody team anymore. who
1: knows who he is what's up
0: he's also not on your team anymore
1: yeah but even when he was on my team i was like how get this motherfucker aaron... off because he's a piece yeah. of shit
2: how aaron Rodgers got more twitter backlash for losing a divisional title game <laughs> while being unvaccinated than like i think ben roethlisberger has ever gotten uh
0: it's because ben not...
1: roethlisberger is raping people before uh, social media i was gonna say not um, a fair
0: comparison if if ben raped somebody two years ago it would have been well, at least if we found out that he did, he might have. Who knows? Um <clears throat> I it would have been a total shit show.
1: Especially if you were somebody six years ago during the peak of the Me Too movement. Uh
0: that was like three years ago, wasn't it? Six hey. years ago? Has it been that fucking long?
1: Um I guess twenty sixteen.
2: Like that movement should not fucking peak. That should not be a movement. That should be a fucking standard of society like
1: don't nope be a... you're preaching sorry you're preaching not out the choir not how social media works how kira motivated i was when the world was all like stop asian hate i was like yeah this is gonna be gone in
0: three weeks yeah it's what happens <laughs> every fucking time
1: and guess what that's it's it. gone in three weeks.
2: That's fucking true dude nobody like legitimately this this past week like there have been very high profile like anti-asian violent murders and like you see maybe like two headlines about it compared Mm -hmm. to like oh biden gave only 10 press conferences in his first year of office like i've
1: seen i've seen more about how dumpy demi lovato looks than i've seen about uh literally murdering asian women in fucking new york city by shoving them into a fucking subway yep
0: and it's partially because more people click on Demi Lovato looking dumpy than they mm-hmm. click on the other.
1: It's a hundred percent because of that. We can
0: only really blame the populace.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I always say. Like everyone's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe Trump was," and like they they look at like the yeah, if you can't believe it, you didn't grow up where I like, did. You know, you know, you know what? Our po- political system is fucked as a re- reflection of the American people, like.
2: For it's the people, not, the people, bitches.
1: It's not inflicted upon the American people. It is a, a result of what we fucking decide. Because, like, if everybody in the, in the United States was like, oh, God, I hate when po- politicians mudsling. I don't want to vote for anybody who mudslings. Guess what wouldn't happen? But you know what? Mudslinging works. People vote for it because it's exciting. Yep. It's
0: sellable it doesn't actually help them to solve problems when they're things that they can actively campaign on.
1: Mm -hmm. They can just say random crap.
2: Yeah. The thing that's very fascinating is like, if you study like when, when I was in journalism school and we studied like the history of like yellow journalism and muckraking and like Nellie Bly and all those things, like and all this stuff, like
0: let's pretend any of those things meant anything to me. Continue. Um,
2: so and yellow journalism was. was like super sensational journalism where they would again like print in lot like the large block text headlines that just would try and grab people's attention to sell newspapers mm-hmm. and you have the whole like clickbait know, like paper prior or whatever like the newsboys on the corners that are like oh like here's a sensational headline you have to buy this newspaper to read about it um
0: yeah o- og clickbait
2: yeah og clickbait muckraking was like
1: the jungle libel the octopus
2: well the jungle was like the like an expose piece which is like what the new york times tries to be all the time fails Mm -hmm.
1: to do i mean that was the age of muckrakers
2: speaking of muckraking talk about i can't think of anything australian open go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> um there's a lot of interesting stuff out of the australian open but the one i, I want to talk about
2: juniors girls please and thank you like oh how yeah fucking incredible is it that like these underrepresented countries that have not had any sort of access to tennis resources mm-hmm. for so long are now finally like being like yeah we can fucking produce talent too fuck you
1: um what kira is referring to is that uh for the first time in history <clears throat> um there was an iranian who uh girl who won a grand slam juniors match and there was also a kenyan uh girl who won her first grand slam juniors match at the australian open um yeah iran's only like great player that i can ever think of was uh matzara mm-hmm. but uh He's a really sad story because he should have been one of the all-time greats, but just wasn't supported by his country, and now he's kind of become this um, comedic player, basically. Like he'll play in exhibitions and do wonky, you know, trick serves and stuff like that. And um, it's good for the sport. Like a lot of people see it, and that's great. It's just, it's just sad to, like Bjorn Borg himself has said that when he played Barami, he was like that is the greatest tennis player I've ever played against. Like, Yeah. But he just was undersupported. Um, so it's good to see now that Iran is getting a real chance rather than... Uh, well,
2: and can you imagine, like, first of all, this is, like, in the juniors, girls, like, this isn't even, like, you know, adult male. Like, the fact that, you know, particularly, like, I guess not particularly Iran, but, like, it's, just, it's so incredible that, There is a young female athlete who is able to pursue this chance. And, like, fuck all of your typical narratives about these countries. Like, people are still succeeding. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so that was super exciting. The uh, Australian Open story I most want to talk about, uh, other than that, obviously, is uh, Alexander <laughs> Zverev. So just for context, um the big 3 of tennis are Rafael Nadal, uh Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic and they've and the reason why is like for the past almost 20 years they've gotten like 90% of the Grand Slams. Their success is unprecedented um when uh Oh my god.
0: It's like if you had three Tom Brady's. Pistol
1: Pete. Oh my god. This is (laughs) annoying. (sighs) Um, God damn it. One second. Sorry, you can cut this.
2: Okay. Before
1: before I continue, this is part of the cut part. Pete Sampras was known as Pistol Pete Sampras. Uh, But the reason why I can't fucking remember his name is because all I can remember is Pistol Pete. I can see his face, but in my brain... Pistol Pete is Pete Maravich (laughs) so I'm like sitting there like Pistol Pete what's the last name and all I can come up is Maravich so anyway um when Pete Sampras won 11 majors everyone in the world said that would never be touched again like before that the highest was seven no man could ever get that again. It's just not possible. And now there are three men that are tied for twenty one, or they're tied at twenty at the moment, pursuing twenty one. Currently, Nadal is the only one that has a chance this uh, this January. But, Fuck you yeah. know, because Novak Djokovic isn't playing, <laughs> <laughs> both for medical reasons, but very different uh, kinds of medical reasons.
0: Wait, Fed- Feder is not playing. No. What, what was his reasoning? He's injured. Oh, injured, injured, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but the big... the So, the, that's the background of the big three. And since forever, they've been trying to find the next big three, the next big players. And we're kind of finally at that point. Um, we talk about, very often, uh, the next big three is Daniil Medvedev, who is one won a major... Um, Honestly, there's kind of a big four, which there always was a big four previously, thanks to Andy Murray. But we talk about Daniil Medvedev. uh,
0: Who knocked out Kyrgios.
1: Yeah, he did. Which, not surprising, but anyway. Uh, Tsitsipas. uh, Stefano Tsitsipas. Great name. um, Alexander Zverev, a.k.a. Sasha Zverev, and Dominic Thiem. The one I want to talk about is Alexander Zverev. So Zverev... Um, again, against top 20 opponents is like five and 20, and against top 10 opponents he's 11 at majors. like it's so weird. The guy is such a great player. and then when he gets to majors, he's just fucking garbage. <laughs> it's it's insane. there was a there's a meme going around. So at one point,, um, in a, one of the majors, he said, uh, for each round that he gets to, he would donate a hundred thousand dollars to charity. And the meme at the time was it's so nice of him to pledge three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because up until that point he could not get out of the third round. Um, which is insane because like if you watch him in all the side tournaments, like he looks as good as it can get. Like he has the potential to be great. And for some reason, as soon as he gets to majors, can't do it.
0: Well, and um, I'm so gonna. so
1: comically that when he played Sh- Shop of Olive the other day, he literally struck out on a ball. Like, it was coming <laughs> oh, no. right at him, and he just missed it.
0: I'm, I'm gonna guess that it's a, it's a pressure mental thing. There's uh, a
1: little bit of yips at this point, too. And yeah. Like, Self fulfilling pro- prophecy. He did, like, for at one point, everybody thought he was over it because first he made a semifinals and then he made a finals and we're like, Oh great. He's fixed it. Um, No, (laughs) the finals was two years ago when he uh, lost to a team in a very good finals at the U S open. And then after that hasn't done anything and team also (laughs) hasn't done anything. So who knows? the future of tennis will be very interesting once the three of those guys retire.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like, so soccer is going through something similar, right? We've had Ronaldo and Messi for this long extended time. Oh yeah. Um, that have just
1: soccer always has an all time. Great though.
0: Uh, Who are you? What name are you going to give me?
1: Um, well I mean like Pele obviously is is another one say so they have they have
0: all-time greats pl- yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, saying yeah.
1: like I feel like there's some sports where an all-time great comes once in a blue moon but soccer because I think it's just because there's so many players uh, internationally but you have an all-time great at any given moment
0: It's partially because there are so many players and then it's partially because it's the kind of game where, It is a team sport, but it also Mm. kind of lends itself to one player being able to take over an individual game Mm. um, where you can just, you know, you can be Cristiano Ronaldo and score three goals in a single game to rescue your team back and and keep you in a tournament, right? Like there's not all, not all sports is that uh, quite as um, feasible, um
1: well, but it helps that soccer scoring is so close no matter what yeah yeah a, a game a good game can end one zero and right. when you're one zero you're literally like one good play away from tying it up which right. i think is like the really interesting part of soccer you know mm-hmm. yep. hypothetically you could be getting demolished at 3-0 a- and, and you can end up having seconds. and you can have bonkers
0: yeah. results as a result or as, yeah exactly um, the only the only thing I can compare
1: it to would be uh, college basketball during the <laughs> tournament
0: The thing that is unique about Ronaldo and Messi is mm-hmm. their longevity of doing it season in season out the numbers that they're putting up and doing it oh, yeah. for their for their clubs like we've had guys like uh we, we've had we've had guys like Pele and Maradona and and uh, the original Ronaldo and, and some of these other guys that, you watch them play and you're just like, this guy is the best guy on earth right now. And then you can look at their numbers and you can look at their their uh, their, their achievements and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, these guys are un- unbelievable for for their time. But we just haven't had people who have... And I guess Pele is, Pele is tricky because <laughs> he... Uh, his official goal totals and his reported goal totals are different because he scored goals in games that weren't sanctioned. And so it's like, mm. he they has like unofficial totals. Um, but officially, like, I, I believe at this point, Ronaldo's passed <laughs> that, him.
1: That's also, just so we're clear, that's the same as Babe Ruth hitting his home run record while Hispanics weren't allowed to play.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um,
1: Oh no, another wet guy
0: is throwing me a pitch down the middle. What am I going to do? <laughs> I think I'm going to knock it out of the park again. Yep. All right. Well, did you get tired of hitting Jones home runs? Like, yeah, so fuck? I started pitching.
1: <laughs> Conseco joins and he's like, "What the fuck is this? The ball went different directions."
0: <laughs> yeah, they uh the bit, the bit, I mean, quite frankly, like if you if you wanted to look at who I believe Sorry, is wait. actually like the
1: I need, I need to make a disclaimer. I'm not saying that white people are worse at baseball naturally or anything like that. I'm just saying the game changed once Cuba, Puerto Rico, and et cetera got involved.
0: Yeah. Every single time that we include the player or, or that we increase the player pool, oh, it yeah. gets better.
1: Well, and like every single is, time. Any, any, any game changes when that happens. You know? Yeah. Just because, like, you start seeing different styles and, like... And it's not a racial thing in that case. It's a background. Well, like
0: this, this, this is not the exact same analogy, but you've talked many times about how, how Nick Saban changed the game by starting to play these faster players in different positions that didn't, that weren't playing there beforehand and, and how that trickled into the rest of the sport. Like every yep. time something like that happens, it doesn't have to be an introduction of tons of players. It can simply be an introduction of a new style. This just happened to be that, that introduction of a ton of new players also brought with it an entirely different that's true. style.
1: I guess my point is more socioeconomics plays into yeah. it where like, if you grow up in a poor neighborhood, if you grow up with nothing else to do, if you have grew up with no aspirations, besides like knowing that sports is going to be a, a great way for you to get out, like that's, just how it's going to be
0: yep a different level of uh of uh commitment to to what you're doing yeah for sure
1: anyway sorry you're talking about uh soccer all-time
0: greats. oh yeah so i was just just to draw the, the the line there right like we have ronaldo and messi that we're seeing so everyone's kind of looking at who's these next guys um that are coming up and we're seeing like Mbappe, and we're seeing Holland, and uh, and and there are a couple other. I would say that those are really the only two that we really need to keep in that conversation, and everybody else That's still true. needs to prove something. Um, but some other people would have arguments for a couple other names. But um, you know, we're all we're all anxiously watching these twenty and twenty one year old players w- looking for are any of these guys going to be able to surpass the kind of bonkers stuff that we have just seen from Ronaldo and Messi for a decade and a half.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: to your point about all-time greats and stuff, I would actually make the argument that uh, Johan Cruyff is probably the greatest all-time soccer um and player is the wrong word because the thing I that literally made
1: him... cannot dispute that.
0: Yeah, well um <laughs>
1: no offense to him i just i've never heard the name
0: well you've seen his impact though because okay. m- in a massive portion of what you see in modern soccer uh is like completely derived from the way the style that he was he was pushing forward um and the impact that he had specifically on the barcelona camp um he's he's just yeah, when I when I make the I make the religion joke, I, I tell people that I don't I'm not religious, but the closest thing I have is soccer in the name of the Pele, Maradona, and the Johan Cruyff. <laughs>
1: the Stations of the Cross, yeah. yeah.
0: So he's he would be the uh, he's he's my my Holy Spirit of soccer, the guy who's just <laughs> found in every facet of the game.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna pose this question to you each in very different ways um well not in different ways i'm just gonna change the sport what is your mount rushmore kira of baseball and david what is your mount rushmore of soccer
0: uh
2: oh god i'm gonna Mount
0: Rushmore of tennis people are gonna be so mad at me if they actually hear me say these out loud um so i need to understand oh. so in a mount rushmore right it is it is the greatest but it also can be uh it also could be those who like would you have a mount rushmore of somebody who had it may may not even just like totally influential but that like would you ever put somebody who uh who kind of had like a lost potential on a mount rushmore that's interesting Right, that, that you, but you saw them at their peak, and they were absolutely unbelievably fantastic. But, mm-hmm. and in the case of Tiger the guy Woods. I'm thinking of, You're talking
1: about Tiger Woods, like, uh, fantastic, fantastic at his peak. But like, if you look at longevity of a career, it's not going to stack up.
0: Right, I'm I'm actually thinking of George Best, who at his peak was just an unbelievable player, but ended <laughs> up yeah he was the best, the best. but. <laughs> Uh, ultimately, his career was completely derailed by a losing battle with alcoholism.
1: That's interesting. I mean, like, honestly, I'll leave it up to your interpretation. If you feel like, I don't know, who is deserving most of honor, I guess would be my Mount Rushmore question.
0: The alcoholic. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like, Chris Rocker, maybe. Yeah,
2: maybe. I mean, Mount Rushmore. We, we Rush- have
1: FDR well, on there. Yeah.
2: particularly because it's a monument to like literally the latest president etched in it is like Abe Lincoln so literally for me like Sammy Sosa would be the most modern member of okay. a Mount Rushmore
0: <clears throat> like I
2: feel like that's the latest like because originally I was like oh yeah A-Rod but then it's like no like if you're talking Mount Rushmore like that's way too recent that's way too modern
1: oh I'm definitely putting at least one modern player in mine
2: oh' so like is is like so you're saying like mount rush i'm gonna
1: Lord i'm gonna go ca- carve this mountain like today
2: three thousand okay
1: yeah I've got a goddamn <clears throat> chisel here and a hammer and way too much time on my hands i'm gonna go yeah. change a mountain
2: Robinson.
1: okay yeah a rod mm-hmm it's it's really hard to argue against a e- rod
0: even if it does make me feel bad
2: i know <laughs>
1: i feel like even no matter what how this argument goes the hard part isn't going to be um to argue against what you've decided it's just going to be like arguing for somebody else to try and get them in yeah
2: like that's the reason like these are the only Mm -hmm. two that i feel like confident about right now
1: um (laughs) steroids
2: (laughs) i did not say barry bonds
1: no, no, no! Just, just steroids in general. It's just been, steroids. It's, just a fucking syringe.
0: It's three, na- three phases, and then like a, a chemical compound.
1: <laughs> We're gonna etch a syringe into a butt. What's What? Sorry, Taken. Ichiro. Oh, I love you. Marry me.
2: <laughs> Longevity of career, amount that he's done for the game. He's oh like, and yeah. like Mount Rushmore is such an American monument, but at the same time, I feel like Ichiro is perfect for. If you, baseball as a game as a whole.
1: Pro, pro. If you look at total jersey sh- sales, um, the Mariners are not only the most profitable in uh, baseball, but in sports. Because Asia buys so many goddamn Ichiro jerseys. Mm. Might not be as true anymore, thanks to uh, the Angels now. I don't know. But Otani, last time yeah. I checked.
2: For international relations. Uh, and honestly, <laughs> probably Big Poppy.
1: Hey. Okay. Those, like are,
2: those are gonna be I, I feel I feel like I'll change my answer tomorrow but
1: I know right
0: That's
2: now a those are my four Jackie Robinson A-Rod Big Papi and Ichiro just cause like talking about creating a foundation for like baseball as it is today and baseball what I want it to be in the future
1: mm-hmm. I like that I like that so. David, are you ready with yours? Or Do you want me to go? Uh,
0: yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's Johann Cruyff first. Okay. Uh, I think second is uh, Lionel Messi. Yeah. Um, well, I shouldn't oh, say second. I love you. Marry <laughs> me. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> can,
1: can I marry you both, but like separately?
0: Then, then you have Cristiano Ronaldo.
2: <laughs> Wait, who'd you go with first again? Remind me. Johan Cruyff. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I
1: mean, like we knew that. Ronaldo would be in
2: this, and Messi.
0: I mean, you just you can't I didn't know
1: that he would include Messi, honestly. Ew.
0: Look, I I think Ronaldo is I think Ronaldo is the best modern player. Um, when you start talking about all time stuff, it's tricky because there are different times and a that stuff. Like we basically just had that conversation, but um, I would I would he's the best player that I've ever seen play. Um, but. What Messi did, Messi did is, is the Steph Curry of of soccer, yeah. where and every fucking person looks at Messi and goes, oh, a 5'8 absolute magician? Like, I can, I can, maybe I can do this, right? Yeah. Um, also,
2: like, Argentinian, and like, he fucking, like, blew open the goddamn door between... Like European and Southern mm-hmm. American soccer, like it it was fucking incredible.
0: And uh, the fourth, uh, you guys have you guys have probably heard his last name, and I'm gonna mispronounce his first name, I'm sure. Um, but the name that comes to mind for me for number four, because I actually I. I it is hard for me to put Pele and and Maradona in something like this just because I really don't know that much about them.
2: David Beckham.
1: No, I'm just kidding.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's in the Hall of Fame of winning my heart. Um, <clears throat>
1: uh, he's in my Hall of Fame of guys I'd go gay for. Yeah, Maradona. i
0: I just, I, I wouldn't put, I, I wouldn't put, Uh, Maradona and Pele and just because I don't I don't know enough about them and and I'm sure that somebody could give me all of these reasons why they why I should and maybe I would change my mind um I'm not going to put George Best in because of the we didn't get to see the full potential of him I mean he was even he was even playing in the U.S. in the league that was before MLS like he was he had like fallen that far um I'm actually going to say Gianluigi Buffon, um, which is the goalkeeper for Italy uh, and Juventus, who played for them for, Mm. God, two decades, basically, um, and was part of a team that, if I remember correctly, won, I want to say Juventus in the lat, not last year, but like the what was it like? Eight years before that, they won like seven titles. Um, yeah, they
2: were a powerhouse for like the peak of his career too. The only like-
0: the only thing he hasn't won was a Champions League. That was the only thing that he didn't win. He, they won. They won but the they Italian. Really
1: decided the other day was the most important thing.
0: <laughs> yep. But when you've won as much of the other stuff that they won- oh no 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 I'm sorry I'm sorry Champions League is the most important thing in club football. He he's won a World Cup.
1: Oh, okay. That's fair. That's yeah. definitely.
2: Yeah, World Cup definitely trumps fucking Champions League.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He and he he won a World Cup, and part of why I pick him maybe um, is that that was actually the that was the first uh, that was the first World Cup final that I watched growing up, that, or at least that I remember. I was like thirteen, something like that.
2: Yeah. Okay. I what like do- that. Answer
0: what do you got yeah, what do you choice. got jay a what uh what uh sport are you gonna is? choose to
1: i well i'm gonna do mine on tennis and this has been a very hard one for me because there's so many people that i want to include uh special mentions to guys like andre agassi who is the greatest player in my heart when i was a kid okay but, let me guess uh, one of them what's that
2: can i guess one of yours
1: yeah you know the answer to one of them
2: arthur ash
1: Ooh, Arthur Ashe did not make the cut. Really? hmm And I and I believe that he doesn't belong. I love Arthur Ashe. I have a shirt that says
2: okay, Arthur Ashe. Okay, now I need Indiana. to know your top four. I know.
1: I know one crazy. of
0: them, but I'm ashamed. As
2: making your first four in, or your last last four in? Like I, like. I I
1: would just like to note, I'm writing who I think are the most important tennis players of all time. I'm not <laughs> picking my favorites.
2: When it comes to like the yeah. game.
1: hmm yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, who had the most? David, who, who'd you Ellis. got? Uh, I love Monica Salas, but no.
0: I, I, I'm i ashamed that at this moment her name is for, is escaping me, but she played against a guy.
1: <laughs> You're actually correct. Definitely. Billie Jean Billie King. Billie Jean God. King.
2: Billie Jean King.
1: My favorite oh, athlete wow, of all time. That's I
2: should just guess, because that's the one I you I know, know.
1: I thought you had that. <laughs> Billie Jean King is not only my favorite athlete of all time, she's my fa- possibly my favorite human being of all time. An activist yeah, her entire life cool. and who literally sacrificed the all of the Big Thirteen uh, sacrificed so much when they created the WTA. Yeah, yeah and it was for such an important thing. It's like no God, as
2: a woman. I am mm-hmm. depressed of myself for not guessing that before Arthur Ash.
1: Name a woman. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, you should you should really feel ashamed. I am very. Disappointed. You should. I don't know how else to tell you that. I mean, the truth Literally. is, the, the truth is, the she'd probably she
0: find she'd probably find her way onto the sporting Mount Rushmore. I said
2: Rushmore. was Celis before I said Billie Jean fucking King.
1: <laughs> Trust me, I love Celis. Like six titles before she was twenty, she was on track to be the greatest tennis player of all time. Not the greatest female tennis player, the greatest player of all time. And then her okay. career got shut cut short because a crazy Steffi Graf fam stormed the court and stabbed her.
2: Which is uh, why I was like, "Oh yeah, Monica's all split up." Okay, so trust religion. me,
1: if it was sweet, su- if it was sweet stories or uh, sad stories, um,
2: don't tell me you're putting fucking um crazy kid, um, young dude now.
1: Kigs, oh, I'd love to put Kyrgios on there, but no, okay, God no, curious. Okay. nowhere near. But I will put, I am going to put another Australian in there. And that's one you guys won't get. You won't know him. Uh, Rocket Rod Andy, Labor. Know,
2: I, not that one. Uh, Andy
1: Roddick. Uh, no, I wish. Okay. He's good, but he, he.
0: I'm sorry. That's, uh, that's a porn star. I'm a hundred percent sure of it.
1: Andy Roddick. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's even spelled R-O-D-D-I-C-K.
0: See, oh, and oh, I actually thought she said right. raw dick. <laughs>
1: No, so really- I'm going to put Rocket Rod Laver on there. Um, the Australian uh, who played...
2: Oh, that's a good one. I mm-hmm. like
1: that. One of the greatest of players of all time. A genuinely great human being. Um, still has the most majors of all time, technically speaking. Um, the only reason why they don't quite count it as much is because like most of his career was spent when tennis was amateur versus when it was pro. Yeah. Um, the same argument comes to Margaret Court, but also Margaret Court's a piece of shit, so... That's a whole thing. Okay.
2: Yeah, Billy GK, uh,
1: Ron BJK. Laver. <laughs> By the way, players who have like courts and stadiums named after them. That's
2: why um, the I thought Arthur Ashe to begin with, because My U.S. next,
1: my next two do not have uh, courts named after them yet, but they will at some point. Uh, first off, I'm going to say Roger Federer. Yeah. Truly, an unprecedented level of excellence, and seriously, like the cleanest game I've ever seen, like. When I have somebody who's trying to learn tennis and they're um, I usually try to tell them like, look at this pro and emulate their strokes and I try to be like, look at a variety of players and most of the time I'm like, if you want to be good, just look at how Federer does it and try your best to do what he does. <laughs> it's so technically clean. His whole yeah. game is just it's like a master class of how to play tennis.
2: And he's There's, adapted it too.
1: Oh yeah. It's just so like textbook great. Whereas like Rafael Nadal is a grinder who does, you know, just uses pure athleticism to do what I he know does. That
2: Djokovic is
1: just—he's <clears throat> something. <laughs> he is really good. I, he's a great tennis player, but
2: okay, uh, can I guess four? Yep. Yeah. Serena.
1: It is Serena Williams. I know, not my favorite player by a long stretch, but you can't argue the change in the game uh, since the Williams were uh, at, the, at the top. Prior to the Williams run, it was very European, white American, and now a fucking random hodgepodge mess of races in Emirado Kanu won the US Open while playing against a half Ecuadorian, half uh, Filipina Canadian. Yeah. Like You cannot argue that the Williams sister had a massive impact on so many different ethnicities across the world. Like, it's not my favorite, but I can't argue the results.
2: After hearing your third, and when you said Federer, I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, it's got to be Serena. It's Serena,
1: yep. So Rod Laver, Serena Williams, Roger Federer, Billie Jean King, and that's objectively the best answer I could ever get.
2: Okay. One i would love more to put
1: sport. in Andre Agassi, but okay, go ahead.
2: Andre is like the statue in front of Mount Rushmore. The
1: whole, <laughs> yeah, the whole game was changed by the way he played, but even that wasn't enough to have a massive impact. The others, sorry, go ahead. You have another sport?
2: No, I was gonna say I have. I have to take my dog to go to the bathroom. Uh,
0: okay. that's all right. We're we're at an hour and fifteen we uh we can wrap it up here and then next week uh this is giving me an idea but i can't tell you guys otherwise you will prepare and this is the completely unprepared podcast
2: hey i I love love it it. i love surprises
1: put me on the spot daddy (laughs) (laughs) Daddy.
0: i'll I'll show you the spot
1: (laughs) hold on
0: You live in San Francisco. You can't be concerned.
2: No, I'm not. A, like, I understand. Like, trust me. Like, I have used the word daddy many times in context that neither of you want to know. But, like, the two of you. <laughs> not only that, but, like, Jay saying it's a Hey,
0: hey I, I, I assure you it is unlikely for him to have said that if you weren't listening.
2: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs>